preview of my thesis is that Hansog and Kinski are both like quintessentially European artists in the same way that Lars von Trier is. In like listening to them, you understand deeply like, I am not like that, but I can see the way you, you see the world. And Brandon Herzog has this video where like an American's asking him how many languages he speaks. And he's like, he lists them off. He's like, well, German and English and ancient Greek and Latin and he Spanish and, and he says French. And then he goes on to the story. He's like, one time I was in Africa and I was captured by these natives and they had guns and they were looking at me. And then he just goes on and he, and he has to talk to them. And they said, I had to speak French. I must speak French. And so I can speak French. Like, that's why he <laughs> says it. Like, someone quote tweeted and was like, uh, like, y'all, like, they're a Hedgehog and Imperialist. <laughs> and I was <laughs> like, I'm like, that's not wrong. But like, basically being an artist is like having like 20% self-awareness to be like, isn't that weird? This is the way I see the world. It's full of these like exotic, dangerous natives who want to kill me. And I have a camera and I look at them. Taking a close look at, at what's around us, there, there is some sort of a harmony. It is the harmony of overwhelming and collective murder. And we, in comparison to the articulate vileness and baseness and obscenity of all this jungle, uh, we, in comparison to that enormous articulation, we only sound and look like badly pronounced and half-finished sentences out of a stupid suburban novel, a cheap novel. We are here uh, with the third of 26 movie episodes. Yeah, this month. <laughs> that, that I am doing uh, with returning guest Andrew. How are you, Andrew? I'm doing great. How are you? <laughs> I'm not bad. September in New England. It's beautiful out. It's a nice day out. Trees have and not turned yet. We're inside. I have the window open just for a little bit of uh yeah. maybe you can hear background noise. There's a uh, lucky you. Bugs making noise. The listener. Yeah. Man. Wherever you are. You're mm. not probably in in balmy New England. Yeah. Um you're also probably not sitting here while the 1979 film Nosferatu the Vampire any other ways of pronouncing that we want to share? Uh, vampire. Vampire. Vamp- vampire. Vampire. Um, is playing in the background on mute through the free streaming service Tubi. Best way to watch any yeah. movie. Shout out Tubi. Tubi's, um, Tubi's got a large film library of, of a lot of um, films that are t- kind of difficult to find on the internet. And they play you some absolutely ridiculous commercials. The catch, you know, the, the, the only catch is a lot of free stuff. People wonder, are you using my data? manipulating me in some way the only catch is you have to watch between 20 to 30 algorithmically generated advertisements that seem like they're in a paul verhoeven movie 12 of them starring iced tea <laughs> yeah iced tea <laughs> is gonna do uh the uh, three different companies in one ad sequence six years ago this is what i would do my slightly racist iced tea impression but i think we've moved past that as a society <laughs> this podcast is about growth everybody um <laughs> Yeah, we are talking about the 1979 movie Nosferatu the Vampire, directed by the one and only Werner Herzog, who you might know from uh, internet memes, mm. from uh, Roger Ebert's glowing reviews of his work. Years of support. Yeah. I read, there was like, a, I was going through his Wikipedia and it's like, read his manifesto about uh, ecstatic truth. And it's like, 
75 words yeah. <laughs> like i thought it was like like the like the reviewers are billing it as this like this statement on his art and he clearly just like sat down and like yeah i just wanted to share a thought i had yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they're like this is a manifesto for greatness it's classic how many paragraphs does this have to be uh it's 12 points but it's 12 mm-hmm. sentences yeah. like it's Brilliant. like <laughs> some of which are like five words why did i pick this movie uh honestly i'm not really sure <laughs> It was just like I wanted to pick an old Red Earth. Kind of one of those like spin the globe, put your figure down. I I feel at least there is not enough um, conversation surrounding Herzog, and even when there is, I feel like sometimes it's not actually focused on like his like. I mean, he was he was making a lot of films back then. Yeah, uh, and they weren't they were mainly narrative films. Yep. So he he was cranking he, them out. Yeah, he. I, it's after this that he kind of goes heavy with the documentaries, right? But yeah. in the seventies, yeah, yeah. he yeah. really puts out a lot of. And I just feel like it's this one. With the, this one of the planet's great filmmakers. Like there should be more people podcasting, tweeting. <laughs> what are other forms of conversation? Doesn't matter. You heard it. Start a hashtag Fanner Herzog. Just there should be more tweets. Discord channels about. <laughs> Did you want a Discord, chat? Uh, Discord chat each channel yeah. about his different movies. Yeah. You hop back and forth. I picked it because uh, Werner Herzog, a uh, famously German man, it's written all over him. <laughs> and he is like, for how many people do you think, when they think of like a German man, Werner Herzog is like, even if they don't know his name, that's the person who jumped into, yeah. jumps into their mind. They're like, oh yeah, that old guy with the funny accent. Yeah, I think he's he checks a lot of the boxes. If you were playing, if you were in Germany and you were playing The Sims and you randomly generated <laughs> Grandpa, <laughs> it's so funny you say that because Tim. I treated my Sims the way Vanna Hedgehog treats his <laughs> actors, <laughs> like, like that black and white tile floor and the upstairs. You close it in, you put you put in speakers, and then you start a fire yeah, in yeah. the corner. <laughs> Good luck getting out of the bathroom. <laughs> Remove the ladder from the swimming pool so nobody can get out. I got all day. I, I could type in Rosebud as much as I want. I have unlimited <laughs> money. I can put in tarantulas. I can bomb your building. <laughs> What's great about uh, Herzog doing this is that it's really a story about like uh, men and people and towns and death. And like in the middle, he just can't help himself. And he's like, dude, this mountain is hard to climb. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, every, that is every Herzog movie. He's like, <laughs> he's like it's going to take you a while to get there. <laughs> I want to talk about Vanna Hedzog, and we have to talk about his partner in, in Team Rocket, which is Klaus Kinski. Klaus Kinski, for those who don't know, is an absolutely insane German. Very talented, insane German. Um, he was also born around the same time. He's No, no, no. He's older than Hedzog. Fought in World War II. I don't know if you saw that part. Um, I did And was like, captured on the second day of fighting by the British. Um, he has some romantic story about how he like was... Oh, right. He's German. That just clicked for me. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, captured dude. by the British. Literally. I was like, "What was he doing?" <laughs> what was he? He, he, was, he was trying to. Yeah, he was. Uh, he was. He was freaking out all the other soldiers. He was. He was actually on the boat at Omaha Beach. Like they, uh, they had to cut this out of Saving Private Ryan. But he's like staring at all the other. Okay, so so I, I wanted to make sure I got this in. Speaking of Saving Private Ryan and yeah, Steven Spielberg, I don't know if you know this, but Kinski was offered the lead villain role oh, in yes, yeah. in Raiders of the Lost Ark. Did uh, you read this? I did. I did. Did you read? the quote i forget it so please say it again <laughs> kinski on um the script of raiders of the lost ark the script is a yawn making boring pile of shit and moronically shitty 
<laughs> Which is, I don't want to sound like, you know, pop cinema Stan John Krasinski here, but it, like, it's funny because, like, Raiders of the Lost Ark is a perfect movie. Yeah, yeah. It's <laughs> <laughs> not enough long shots. There's not enough shots of, of Kosinski as the villain uh, running around a town square <laughs> with his arms up like you're playing with your two year old uh, infant child trying to scare them, like, ooh, <laughs> just being reptar. <laughs> Klaus Kinski's writer is like, I need several children who think I'm God and they would, they would be mortally terrified of me. Uh, it's funny to say he requires children as his writer because famously, uh, after he was died, both of his daughters claimed that he uh, sexually abused them or his, his eldest daughter claimed that in a memoir and his uh, second eldest daughter, pretty well-known actress, Natasha mm-hmm. Kinski, right? Or just mm-hmm. have a different last name said that while he never um, like assaulted her, that he was inappropriate with her. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Hardly surprising. The least surprising thing <laughs> yeah. I've ever heard in, in, in my life. Um, when he's captured by the British, apparently he does like, he does like their acting, like he does like, uh, what's it called when the comedians go to like entertain the troops? P.O. tour? Oh, uh, USO stuff? Yeah, USO. Yeah. Yeah. Right? So he like USO? does that. I we're terribly so. sorry if we got that. We are we're rolling with yeah, it. Yeah. He does that for... Um, we're pro-military. Like for the other prisoners. Mm-hmm. He's just like... Yeah, oh, really? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, wow, wow. For the, like, it's like organized by the... What, uh, what an education. <laughs> yeah, right? You're in the... Now talk about a scene. Vander Herzog yeah. must have dreamed of having something like that. Can we start World War Three so that I can have my actors be literal prisoners of war? Because that's the only way they're going to really capture what it's like to be a, a, a Scottish man who really wants to uh, ride horses. Yeah. Who Who is the American Klaus Kinsey? And you can't say Jared Leto. I was, it's just <laughs> yeah. Jared Leto. What yeah. are you talking about? Jared Leto. I think it's... Absolutely it's, was born not only in the wrong generation, but the wrong continent. It has His to be art like, would be appreciated. There's like a little Nick Cage in there. Oh, yeah. You no, know? true. You're right. It is um, Nick Cage. Who was in Ovanner Hedgehog movie. Yeah, he is absolutely... In Bad there. Lieutenant 2. Yeah. I forgot if there's anything else I want to say about Klaus Kinski. Eventually, like you said, they have a dramatic meeting in a at uh, in, in in a Munich boarding house where a 13 year old, an impressionable 13 year old Werner Herzog, sees just an, a mentally ill man. <laughs> Lock, he locks locks himself in the bathroom, uh, just screams and rants, and Werner Herzog is like, "This is my." This is yeah, why I must this is, film. This is what I. This is what I must do. It's kind of confusing to be like when because so famously they have a very, um, well you know they're like any friends. Um, Van like Herzog friends have up and ups and downs. <laughs> allegedly pulled a gun on him in the middle of the Amazon rainforest uh, because he was threatening to walk off the set. They would go years without talking to each other, and then they just cast him in the next movie. Um, People offered to kill him for her. Oh yes, right. yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, if if I, if I was an extra who had to work with him, I understand completely. Yeah, Werner Herzog only does movies where uh, you can get away with murder. Like like yeah. him and Steven Seagal. But like, like <laughs> someone has to. Do you know what I mean? Uh-huh. Where I think now we're getting into the, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> Yo, I don't know how to oh, you have ideas this. about where the podcast is going? Because you fucking don't. Right? You sit there know. and talk. I don't know how to tell you this talk. line. But like you read about the stuff Kubrick did to yeah, like... Yeah. Shelley Duvall in The mm-hmm. Shining, mm-hmm. and you're like, that should happen on every movie. <laughs> <laughs> no, guys, that's it shouldn't. But you guys, yeah, pick up what I'm putting down here. Yeah. In that movie where the woman got raped by Marlon Brando, don't that shouldn't happen? Yeah, that's see, Vanna Herzog only uh, puts you in nature. You know, 
Yeah, it reminds for, you that uh, you are a human being. You're an animal on this planet. There's no better example than one Klaus Kinski, mm, who mm. is like, I am insane. I scream and yell all the time. And so you're going to have to put me in a movie where I scream and yell. Yeah. And it's going to be, I will make your movie come alive. And Renner Herzog apparently thought, yeah, he does. Because you can think at first, especially before I watch the movies, uh, it's like, okay, if it's that much work, like why is it this like, no, I must keep working with him. I must go back to him. And I do think they are like a perfect pairing of artist and director who like have a certain idea about what art is. And Kinski's like, I am God on earth. And so everything should be all about me. And Herzog is like, I am. Uh, He's at the will of the forces that be. Yeah. Like Herzog's not only Herzog's style, but like even his like preoccupation with nature mm-hmm. is like yeah. this Kinski. He's just like, he's like a feral animal. Right. Right. Yeah. <laughs> um, and so I like Nosferatu for two reasons uh, to talk about in this podcast, which will start now (laughs) no i'm just kidding we'll keep some of that of the five films they did together three take place in south america and the other one was also so you know we tried we try to talk about europe at least in some way on this on this european yeah i like europe Europe based podcast save a couple of them um and and i also liked uh uh nosferatu just because he like does have to act like he can't just be like i'm a crazy guy Mm -hmm. (laughs) who goes crazy uh you know i i'm a vampire and he's he's a very good vampire. He's absolutely himself. Like he just plays himself in the movie, like kind of coiled rage. But um, at least he has to do it in the rat makeup, and he's yeah. pretty good at it. In a weird way, too. I think this is also a really interesting movie because it, it's like um, there's a lot of similarities between like a Hollywood remake and this movie. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because you're you're taking a property that is established. A property is like a really demeaning thing to say about, I think, the 1922 Nosferatu. You're taking like a legendary film and you're trying to repurpose it into, you know, not mainstream, but like more like of a wider appeal for today, which is like not so different than what they do with like all this crap in in, uh, the studios now. Several scenes are uh, exact shot for shot remakes, um, which you were telling that story about... um, Psycho. Yeah, who who yeah, it? Gus Van Sant. Gus Van Sant. Yeah. Just like I Herzog probably thought the same thing. He said that the original Nosferatu is the greatest German film. Yeah. So if someone's going to like do a remake, he's like, I'm gonna do it myself. Yeah. And just maybe it's even almost shows his like documentarian side where he just takes like the existing property and just like um does what he wants with it. where a lot of it's just like yeah. sitting back and just le- letting that, it happen again. So he started working on this the day that Dracula became public domain. Oh, yeah. All right. Which reminds me of like the guy that um, the day The Great Gatsby became public domain. Like, uh, did you see that person that released their their Muppets Great Gatsby script? I did not. Oh. That sounds good. Like the day it became to public domain. So it was like Great Gatsby on it before. It was like Great Gatsby had become like public domain. Like some like the day of, and someone was like, "You can make your own Great Gatsby movie." And literally, like the, like right after, someone was like, "I wrote a." Muppets Great Caspi spe- uh, script. Nice. Yeah. Is there any uh, work that will soon be out in public domain that you want to do that for? I have no, I don't know. I'm not really familiar with what is and is not public domain. I believe it's 50 years after the author's death. Is that true? Yeah. Interesting. Something like that. Because George Orwell, because he died pretty okay. soon after he wrote those books. Right. Um, it was in public domain when, when yeah. we had to read like 1984 in high school. Well... Look, I'm not suggesting anything, but someone should kill Malcolm Gladwell.
All right, should we just go through this movie? <laughs> Wait, do we have any any Dracula things? I don't know fucking anything about Dracula, but it's uh, we have not seen the original. I don't think the original Nosferatu. No, I haven't okay, seen yeah, it. Yeah. It's ninety four minutes. It's, it's kind of a tough watch. <laughs> And uh, I haven't read the book Dracula, though you. I have. You, I you have, have read the book. Do you have any Dracula. any any memories of reading it? You want to share? I remember being really frustrated that I had to read it, and then with my conversations with you last week, it turns out we might have not had to read it because you never read it, and I <laughs> oh. thought we did it for school. Um, no, this like hits. Um, it hits like similar beats, but there is the novel is. Is not this movie. This is not the yeah. novel. Yeah, yeah. Um, they changed. They changed him a lot. Yeah, of the and I feel like the novel is more like them trying to kill Dracula. I feel yeah, yeah. It's, it's pretty yeah. epic. Like yeah. they're like tracking him down. It's also um the vampire in big quotes, like has been the vampire industrial complex in oh, the United States speak has has been, like now it's like sexy. Do you know what I mean? Like so, yeah. Like you ever seen an interview with a vampire? No. It's got like Pitt Slater. I like how we're first Tom Cruise is in this movie, and I just went Brad Pitt, and then I said Christian Slater for a second. <laughs> um, Tom Cruise, uh, the Queen, Miss Dunst, mm-hmm. um, and then like obviously like we had the Twilight stuff, and now yeah. I feel like like Dracula in has in like at least the Western world, I guess, has like really run with like the like sexuality and seduction themes right. of Dracula where this is like old school. Like, like when he sees Kinski for the first time, like he looks like a human rat, yeah. you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. And like that is at least to me much more interesting. I remember trying to, uh, we were very, conf- I think we can admit we were very confused by the plot when we watched it the first time. <laughs> yeah. If he, if he kills them or you turn into a vampire or now all these people are dead, what's going on? Does he represent the plague? Is the plague a coincidence? Uh, and I tried to clarify this, and all the top results were uh, uh, Twilight Saga wikias. Right. And yeah, so I, exactly. I, I was. Not, I don't yeah. know how how, vamp, yeah. how vampirism works. So, did you mean to search True Blood? <laughs> <laughs> so like now, I feel like like I don't know. It's just good to see some old school. Like this guy lives in a castle with a bunch of rats, and he's so in in the original Nosferatu. There's some. How much of this is like anti-Semitic? Uh, yeah. 1922 Germany, where they like have this like yeah this uh strange eastern european man like invading germany and and wreaking havoc um i buy it <laughs> oh yeah i mean I, I, um but even in the original uh w- like whatever all that aside it does represent i think like and the reason i picked it over uh what was that other wozek Wo- yeah, wozek yeah, the yeah, other yeah. herzog kinski that i Europe believe came movie. out the same year uh you're right around then yeah yeah the reason I picked this is because there's something about like, I guess you can call it the the other this like basically the Eastern European borderlands of like Western Europe yeah. relatively affluent. I mean they're literally like, like the opening shots they're like sitting in a, uh, um, it looks like a like a like a tea party like it's the, yeah. they have like a like a nice kind of Victorian looking mm-hmm. uh, living, and yeah, they they, it, they uh, venture off into like the the, the borderlands of Europe where the where the locals literally play play creepy songs on the violin. I mean, then we're getting into Herzog's like obsession with like the exotic locals of a faraway land. Um, but even though it's just you know Transylvania, it's just in Romania. It's like he still takes the same approach that he would t- that he takes when he's like um, yeah doing a documentary in, yeah, in yeah. South America or, yeah. or or whatever it might be. And Herzog even if that makes him problematic or whatever, that's kind of what the original thrust of the book is about. 
and Klaus Kinski comes alive as as, as the scary <laughs> the scary vampire scary who who, who represents yeah. the uh, uh, the foreigner at your door. I was uh, just really quick before we start. I was looking at like the behind the scenes photos of this. Uh, Herzog looks exactly like Jeffrey Rush directing this movie. Okay, like, I don't know yeah. if I can picture Jeffrey Rush. It's Captain Barbosa. We ah. we named the monkey Jack. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, I see it. Yeah. He like back in the day. Uh, or <laughs> agreed. Yeah. <laughs> agreed. <laughs> um more Jeffrey Rush uh, references. Uh, excellent fainting from the from the person I want to bring up next is Isabella Johnny uh plays Lucy. Oh okay, I have to introduce her second because the other part the, the Jonathan Harker is played by Bruno Gantz. Mm-hmm. Um well-known German actor. Uh, the only movie I've seen him in that he's most famous for is the 2004 movie Downfall, where he plays Hitler, which if you are over the age of uh, 27, you will know from those proto-memes mm-hmm. of him uh, in his bunker ranting yeah. that were put over like... Everything. The highway around L.A. was backed yeah. up. Yeah. And, and, you know. Duke lost in the first round. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. It, he just screams and, and whatever. But this is a young Bruno Gantz who plays a, I guess he's a real estate agent. Um, he's the, yeah, yeah. He's, yeah, he's, he's Jonathan Harker. The agent. He's, he's the agent who goes east to do battle uh, and get the strange Count Dracula to buy some land yeah, by his, the North um, Sea where he lives. He's promised a very a large uh, commission. Yeah, by a goblin. Yeah, by, <laughs> by a <laughs> straight up gargoyle. So is he supposed to be his boss? Like it's implied. I thought I in the movie it's like yeah. they know each other. I thought assume they were they were coworkers. Yeah, yeah. And then he goes up to him and he just does this maniacal laugh. Yeah. Um. It's like kind of like it's a little Danny DeVito penguinish. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but with probably some anti-Semitic, uh, there, there's something. Now he was Jewish. Himself, he was Jewish himself. Okay. I, I read, um, right. and I, the actor's name is escaping me, and I apologize to his uh, family. He's um, very good at his. I mean, he's, <laughs> he's, he's he, he, he cackling. Yeah, uh, he he um, uh, and throughout the movie, like he's uh, so his whole plan is to get Dracula to come to Germany, and then yeah. You know, link up and mm-hmm. do whatever. So he's just kind of like cackling in a in a I guess like a an insane asylum. Some kind of whatever passes for that in nineteen twenty two, which is just a room with like a, a it doesn't even lock, just a kind of heavy door <laughs> that he probably can't open. He not to say the other is not, but like he knows exactly what movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah he's yeah, yeah. the um, he is the uh, he is the Alan Cummings in Eyes Wide Shut in this movie. <laughs> <laughs> There's always um, I've I've seen like uh, I must have been on Reddit or something, but it was the. There was something, a discussion based around, like, have you ever seen, like, a movie where, like, all the actors, like, don't know what type of movie they are in, oh, except for one. Great. Good good Reddit question. Yeah, except for, what, like... What the, you got? And, like, I, the top answer, the answer that stuck with me was, nobody knows what type of movie Anaconda is, except for John Voight. John <laughs> Voight has, knows exactly what movie it is, <laughs> and he kills it in that. I don't know if Klaus Kinski thinks about what kind of movie it is. He's just kind of... Um, oh no! I think I think this movie that everyone knows. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's, yeah. it's pretty. But but he does he does embody this this strange uh, cackling character who's like, yes, go to Count Dracula. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, should I? <laughs> and he's and then, yeah, Bruno Gunn's just like, all right, business uh, yeah. is business. Commission. Commission. <laughs> it's a four week horse yeah. ride. All right, <laughs> <laughs> goodbye, my beautiful wife. If we're recasting this movie for today, 
Jared Leto is is contract. Jared Leto really. finally gets uh, the role he was meant to play. Who, who he, so who? perfect for him that I think it would cause him like a um like like he'd have how old is he quarter life crisis a third life crisis because he's like I've wasted my life until now I didn't yeah. know this kind of well so he possible. he is playing a vampire in an upcoming oh. movie yeah called Mobius which Mobius. is <sighs> breaking uh, news from Andrew yeah right? he's, it's he's news um, to me. Mobius is, I, I think he's a, a villain of Spider-Man. So I oh. think it's a Sony movie because Sony has the rights for like some of the Spider-Man villains. And that's why Venom is a thing. Okay. I don't really know. But he's a vampire? What superpower? Do, do vampires have superpowers? I mean, they live forever, right? Okay. Is that a they move very slowly. Is that true? I assume. I don't know. Klaus he does run a little bit. That's true. Edward uh, Cullen moves pretty fast. I haven't seen Twilight. No. Okay. <laughs> it's a cultural phenomenon. I guess you missed it, though. I didn't have a sister or a girlfriend when I was uh, a teenager, so that's fair. Yeah, didn't see it. Yeah. <laughs> it's crazy now when you watch. Like, I mean, I feel like mainstream people still are behind on the Kristen Stewart thing, but like mm-hmm. when you watch her in those movies, you're like, it blows your mind that she just became such a talented indie darling. Yeah. So Kristen who, Stewart is who might win an Academy Award this year as Lucy. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah just yeah. That's some stunt casting. She's the the non-vampire. Yeah. I mean, she they do kind of look similar. Isabella Johnny, five-time Caesar Award, whatever it's called, so the and also yeah, ten-time uh, Charlie Hebdo Smoke Show of the Week. It's <laughs> little known, but uh, they give out that award. Yikes! <laughs> um, yeah, for all for all you big Europeans out there, check out check out Spencer coming to a theater near you. Oh, that's the movie, Spencer? Yeah, she plays Princess Diana, Christmas Oh, Stewart. all right. Heard good things from my sources and where did the movie be? Venice. <laughs> you have, you have Venice. Movie sources in Venice? Nosferatu. <laughs> you have sources in Venice? What? You should come to a movie festival. Maybe you should come to Berlin for the- for I know. The how do I get a How do I get a press pass? Can, um, I, can it be for this for this podcast? Be like, yeah, I'm the movie guy. You, uh, Dude, fucking do it. <laughs> we could do that. People be like, "Oh, like, what's your publication? Like, what kind of films you guys write about?" Ah, uh, what they write about the the Eurovision <laughs> contest, you know? Eurovision contest. <laughs> uh, we watch a lot of YouTube videos. Um, well, that's film now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. YouTube videos and films. Cherry by the Russo brothers. Yeah. That's apparently we're calling that cinema, I guess. So uh, Bruno <laughs> Guns. I, I don't have this is before. We're not going to get to this now because I feel like we missed it. So I just really quickly Please. during your notes. I'm going to cut it. But go ahead. In, in your notes that you you sent to me, it just says Dracula does the Naruto run. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was, he, does, he does some great great physical acting in this movie, Klaus Kinski. He just he he hovers. He runs. Uh, he does the reptar arms. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, it's, it's trailblazing. It's just it's really a it's really a masterclass. Oh, in physical acting, you were you were laughing at Bruno Gans and his falling into his chair. Isabella Johnny does some great fainting. Some yeah, great. She's yeah. very. She's convinced. she's good. She's yeah, yeah. she's good. I mean, they're all good, but she has like less like out of context. It kind of looks ridiculous parts. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. Um, Bruno Gans. He's the most normal of the actors, which maybe is his yeah. role he's supposed to play because. Uh, spoilers <laughs> in this remo- in this po- fucking long podcast about the movie Nosferatu. Um, Isabella Johnny's the one who uh, Lucy is the one who's like, oh, realizes what's going on and how and you have to like kill the vampire. Um, so may- maybe that's why she's like weird. Like yeah, she, the, she baits him and yeah, say, she yeah. she has this yeah. understanding and she can like sense like when 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 Bruno Gans gets his gets his shit sucked. <laughs> yeah, yeah. In, in uh in Count Dracula's castle, she has like she like wakes up in the night or whatever. 
Um, Bruno Gans, I want to get to his his uh, the, the castle scene. So he he meets some locals who, as we said, Herzog is just like, look at these ex- exotic, yeah, exotic creatures. So this, is, this is before he gets to Dracula. Yeah, yeah. and then he's yeah. like, I'm going to Dracula. Yeah, <laughs> there's yeah. a great scene where everyone's just like, like <gasps> yeah, what yeah. you can't. And he's trying to figure out like, and they're like, yeah, the castle just appears a day, and Bruno Gans is still like. Well, I'm gonna hike with like a, <laughs> with like yeah. a, like a hippie tote bag. They're like, they're like, you can't take your horse. She's like, eh. all right, I okay, guess, guess I'll walk. Yeah. <laughs> and and just, then he's in a cave suddenly. Like, yeah, he's yeah. in a cave. Somehow he get, he 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 gets a ride. It's a really it's a really nice. It looks like a nice walk. Yeah, beautiful hiking up in the Carpathians. Um, I think so. He finally gets to the castle and he meets and it's uh, one. It's it's literally a vampire. Yeah, like, he's, he opens he's, the door. He's, he's still we're like, not. It's, and I, when we say <laughs> I gotta close this deal, when we say it's a vampire, I have a one hundred percent closure rate. I am the <laughs> Alec Baldwin uh, back <laughs> back at the headquarters screamed at me and said, "If I don't get this deal, I can't have any any coffee." Do you want to do a quick uh, Glengarry Glen Ross sure, um, sure. Uh, sidebar? Yeah. Please. So that that um, scene with Alec Baldwin is not in the uh, the play. Oh, okay. The coffee is for for closers. Who wrote the play? Um, it was it David Mamet. And, and yeah. he did the movie. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So um, he just like came up with it. That's that's canon. Then he's just like, I had a good idea. I forgot to include. No. So they they told him when they were making the movie that they needed like a set piece at the beginning of the movie. Oh. So they told him there needed to be like a car crash or a car chase or like an explosion. So he was like, Oh, you want something to explode? Like I'm just gonna write this part uh-huh. and. Which is crazy because it's like, I mean, that's what? How many? How many fucking idiots in acting classes probably yeah, do that yeah. monologue? Yeah, know? like that's uh, that's the the role Klaus Kinski should have. Yeah. Like all, yeah. <laughs> everyone was like, like if, if 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 you watch that scene on YouTube, everyone's like. I don't care what the SJWs say. This is alpha. This yeah. is this is this is how you make money. This is whatever. some red pill shit, <laughs> this man. Is, this is yeah, um, and and they should be saying that about about Klaus Kinski's Dracula. Yeah. They should be saying this is this is a this is grind set. This is Sigma menta- This is a Sigma male. Do you think um, you have you have small goblins who do do what they want to do? Do you think like Baldwin was like aware that? I mean, at least in my eyes, from my point of view, like that whole scene is just like a joke on him. Oh know? yeah. Like, I don't know. Yeah. I guess he's like, yeah. I guess it's kind of a joke on him because he's well, he's the youngest, right? Because they're all these like older salesmen. Spacey guys. probably how old Spacey at the time? I don't know. But it's a little like uh, I don't know how Mac Jones felt when you took uh, the the starting QB slot from Cam Newton. But I hope he knows like that's you one day. Like right, it's, right. it's coming for you. Right. And Al yeah. Baldwin in that scene's like, I am God. I will never be like a yeah. like a like a uh, I am. Yeah, basically he's 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 embodying that. Did uh, you um, that mindset? That I mean, it's like yeah. whatever, like competition and like. Did you follow through. Alec Baldwin's wife faking that she was Spanish? A little bit, yes. Yeah, it's yeah, great. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We, I, I think we talked about it on yeah. the show. She's from around here, right? Yes. So listen yes, to my voice is. and yeah. t- let me know if I sound yeah. Spanish. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that's what, I, I was going to say bit, but that would be lying. But I'm I'm a German man. I've started I've started saying this. Oh really? Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah I'm German. Yeah, but that's fair. I feel like. <laughs> I just people like should, eventually people should live their you know live their dreams. Live eventually, their dreams. if I like moved down south, like I would, people would be, I, I'm from the south. Yeah, like yeah, yeah. Would say that, you yeah. Know. You'd be a good southerner. Yeah, I could do it. Uh, but I don't think is, is, do they consider themselves south southern in Lake of the Ozarks. I thought that's more Midwest. No, I don't know what that. I think that's a weird. Like that's a weird. I don't know what you would call that. Well, you will find a good label for yourself when you when you Dude, move down there. I'm sure. I mean, I feel like I'd kill it down there. <laughs> yeah, I've I've, never even... I forgot to tell you when you were planning your road trip uh, that like um, 
I know you were joking, but your your description of like a movie where I mean, you said this joke. Yeah. But I'm imagining a movie where you kill yourself at the end of the road trip. It's like Deliverance and Uncut Gems combined. <laughs> like the guy's going to kill you. You're like, this is the whole point. I'm, 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 I'm on top of the world, baby. It's, it doesn't matter what you do to me. Um, <laughs> That'd be a pretty good movie. You're like driving around the South yeah. and they're harassing you. Yeah. And then you're like, I fucking won. I finished my road trip. <laughs> call it uh, Sherman's March. Uh, uh, a blue collar... Blue collar, wait, what? I just call it Sherman, Sherman's March. Oh, that's what we call the movie. Oh, okay, I got you. It's kind of a play on words. Yeah, yeah, I, I like that. All right. So yeah, he's write, in the castle. Write, write that down. <laughs> <laughs> he's in a castle where uh, I think you see the the Kinski Herzog. Why he has to film with him because Herzog has these like long shots of like clouds and <laughs> a bat flying a mountain. Uh, cats, dead bodies. We we forgot to say the movie opens with like yeah. actual like uh, mummified bodies. Yeah. I, think, I think from a from Mexico, like a from like a, a from a number of different places. To my oh, okay, my understanding, okay. I think it was like more like these are all. This is the way we do death everywhere. Like Kinski is the only actor, probably uh, certainly the only one Hatsog came across who can like embody those that scene. Like and so the scenes at at dinner when when Gans is. Uh, when Harker is with is with uh, Dracula, <laughs> it's just like I mean he's supposed to play like a like a frightened person, but they're just staring. The way Kinski stares at him and says nothing, I, I just imagine uh, Gans like turning to the camera, being like, "Is this is this yeah, weird? Is this yeah, normal?" And yeah. then it's like, "It's you, dude. I'm rolling." Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's crazy because like I feel like there's really good actors, like really talented people that couldn't do what Kinski does. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Like, not yeah. to say that what Kinski's doing is superb, but yeah. it's like so. Uh, it's it's unique. Yeah, and it's like yeah, yeah. it's but like he can capture. only yeah. It's almost it's mm-hmm. it's so funny that like I'm I'm fascinated by people like um, Kanye West, of course, who are like their art is basically saying. I'm the best. And yeah. if you say I'm the best enough, then you actually become whatever the number one right. seller. So it's almost like it's this like there's a reason in, the Mona Lisa hangs on the Louvre. It's it's right. like an enchanting yeah. self-fulfilling prophecy where like you you called your shot and made it, so it's kind of interesting. And if you called your shot and didn't, then no one would care, no one would hear, so it you know what I mean? Yeah. Then it falls away. Yeah. And Kinski by being like I am God, Herzog is the one who's like do whatever you want. This yeah. is this is your this is you exactly. to like live it out. Eventually he attacks. Yeah. He attacks. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, he cuts. He cuts himself in a. In honestly, took me Parker. out of the movie because no, no German would. Uh, doing a classic bread cutting. Oh, here's a reptar scene. <laughs> no, 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 no self-respecting German would cut their hand that way. No self-respecting German would run through an empty <laughs> plaza just chasing. That's where birds. you're wrong. <laughs> That's where you're wrong, bitch. He would. Um, and then so yeah, he's bleeding, and then Dracula's like. Yo, he's like, yo, hit me up. Yeah, can, can I can, can I get a little, little bit? <laughs> can I get a lick? Yeah. Can, can I get a piece of that? Um, he somehow like blacks out and then do, like so like he blacks out and then doesn't remember or he thinks it's a dream. Yeah. There's a lot of dream sequences yeah. that like I'm like, oh, that was a dream sequence. Right. That was 20 minutes. I thought that was I thought that was. I the like plot. I always like that. Though. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, I, yeah, I don't yeah, mind. I don't I'm mind. A fan of that. Well, he's like he's like playing tricks on you, the director. You know, it's like ah, you got me again. You got to keep up. Um, so that happens a couple times where he's like. Oh, it's daytime and I can't find the Dracula. What happened to him? Yeah. And then like it's nighttime again and Dracula's there and he's like And then have some food again. So does he get um 
eventually is he like trapped in the house i guess so physically or like metaphorically or like like spiritually do you know what i mean yeah yeah, is there like a is there some sort of like spell upon where he can't leave the castle and that's why he has to jump out the window or is it just like literally he's locked in i don't okay i i like your i like your your spiritual yeah i kind of felt like there was something a little more going on there um and it would line up with i think the the overall vibe of yeah um that happens after he signs the document to, to buy the land, yes, yeah, like that, sight yeah. unseen. Yeah, just because he sees a picture of um, Lucy, Lucy in 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 Bruno Gans's locket and is like, oh, nineteen seventy nine. I got to slide in. Yeah, I got to slide. I got to slide in the DMs. Slide in. Um, doesn't yeah. matter how much it costs. Uh, he he eventually jumps out of the castle and a, and a, and a boy plays <laughs> the violin in an extremely creepy way. Which I, I actually that no, it was cool. Yeah, it's cool. just he's just yeah. playing like hot cross buns or twinkle twinkle little star but again nails it there's also um there's this like oh music yeah, all throughout yeah. the movie again it's and again like, it's what i only imagine it's like pre hans zimmer like yeah. stuff yeah, yeah, that's yeah, going yeah, yeah. it's it's cool I like did it. i tell you um my brother was uh um telling me about this that like all of john williams's music is like ripped from classic composers do you know about I mean, this reach su- the that would world? surprise me that he kind of just like riffs off like, yeah yeah like yeah. if if these composers were mick jagger Hans, right, Hans zimmer would right. be broke yeah, like yeah, yeah, they yeah. just it just ripped them all off uh he's lucky that uh that uh, 19th century checks aren't litigious right but it's, it's not like also like i don't know about you and i i can't speak for everyone but like i can't imagine like people go to spotify to listen to john williams do you know yeah, I, mean? I, know, like, I guess he's not. he's presenting his movie through the yeah as like a supplement to yeah, the yeah, film yeah. so it's a little anyway check that out john williams steals beats um so when dracula just before dracula gets to to germany two two notes one he packs his his baggage is just like 20 coffins yeah. and nothing else is <laughs> 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 this of the, the coffins floating down the river yeah um yeah. he's like yeah yeah that's my do i have to pay extra for that is that included in my seat uh, yeah. <laughs> um uh, the second is that once uh, Bruno Gans comes to, he's like, I have to get back home. Dracula's, Dracula's, he's, I think at this point he's realized like, oh, he bit me and I'm. Yeah, something, and I'm, something's I'm, up. Yeah. And, he, and he knows that he, he took a special interest in Lucy's yeah, yeah, picture. Exactly. Uh, which um, results in like, as you said, on paper, a Hollywood chase scene. Yeah, yeah. By the script, like the, the way that Herzog presents this in, I don't know, I don't want to throw anyone under the boss like doug lyman would do it you know uh-huh. something like that just like herzog's chase scene like it's it's literally like a scene where like count dracula and and uh harker are both racing to get back to yeah. to the german yeah harker's sick he's got like the flu i mean he's i guess he's turning into a vampire spoilers um but he's like you know so he's, he's trying to do that and the boat starts from the black sea so it's like over the mountains so they float down the river to the Black Sea, and he's got to go all the way around the Mediterranean North Sea into the Baltic to get to Germany. So it's like, but instead of like rising action and like tension and upbeat music and kind of like a race against the clock, it's like this very like calm, serene like. I wouldn't call it serene. You would call like, it serene. It's, well, it's like oh, oh yeah, but like when that boat's on the mm-hmm. when that boat's on the ocean, man. With the boat, everyone's ship. dying on the boat. But you don't see that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, actually, you don't see it. The yeah. guy ties himself to the uh, to the steering wheel, and we're like, shades what? of serenity. Is, is shades, shades of serenity. <laughs> um, and then the boat, yeah, just like lands in the harbor. Uh, everyone on is on board is dead, and Dracula, because he whatever sleeps during the day, 
Yeah, he uh, was. I, I assume he was in the coffin underneath. In yeah, the ships. yeah. So he he comes out yeah. at night and I guess like sucks their blood and goes back in. Yeah, smart, so everyone's smart, like smart, smart. Yeah, it's, that's just that's just good strategy. So then uh, everyone everyone's back. So there's like they think it's the plague, right? They well, think. okay. So that's is that symbolically the plague? Does he bring the plague? Is like oh, by the way, there were rats because in the twenty coffins yeah. it's just dirt and rats, and so then the rats go across the city and it's the plague and everyone starts dying. Yeah. And in one little corner of the city, uh, a very sick Jonathan Harker, Bruno Gans, arrives back. And then he's like, who is this? This isn't, who is this woman? And then Lucy faints. And right. then he's just sick sitting in the corner. Yeah, and, and Van Helsing's there. Yeah, Van Helsing. Which is, Van Helsing yeah. takes, as you said, in the original Dracula, Van Helsing's like. Um, he's like a badass. Yeah, 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 but he's also like, I will, I will like. Uh, He's like fucking uh, General Custer. Like I'm yeah, going to the frontier, yeah, exactly. and fucking burning yeah. and, and, and looting, and just wrecking shit. Um, and then like he, hers like flips it completely yeah, yeah, and so makes him like. like eh, yeah, yeah. I don't know. He's like he's like um like a, like a police chief in a Dirty Harry movie. He's like you yeah. can't do that. Yeah. This is. <laughs> um, um, and then Lucy's like, tell me, punk. No. Um, so the rats. What's the? Do you want to share the story with the rats? Oh, you can do it. You you, you send it to me. Take credit. Um, I didn't write it down either. So, so if if I've uh, if I've cut this uh, podcast correctly, you've uh, you're aware that Vanna Hedgehog loves torturing animals. <laughs> loves rats. <laughs> he, he loves he loves doing um, insane things with uh, nature or whatever, and just like the power of animals. He's he has many examples of this throughout his movie and uh, throughout his filmography. In this movie. So there's several scenes with rats, like once once they're back in Germany, and it's like, wow, that's creepy. There's like a hundred rats in that room. And, and as then, soon then, as Dracula comes to Germany, the rats become like a very important part of actually a very important part. It's a little overstated. There's there's fucking rats everywhere. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> but it like represents the plague, I guess, because yeah. you don't see people dying. Everyone's just like. There's like a there's a good shot of all these like coffins yeah. tailing through the town square. I thought those shots are those those, oh, yeah, were, yeah. those are the best yeah, shots yeah, in the yeah, town square, yeah, especially yeah. when there's like a thousand rats in a town square. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, Which we were saying like when we were watching it like today, like you would literally like put a rat in like a room in Burbank, film it, and yeah. then you would just replicate it yeah, and yeah. put it all out there. But like her, it's 1979, so Herzog was like, "Yo, you know you know what I need." I need eight. Th- how many? How many? Eleven thousand. Eleven thousand rats. Uh, how did he reach that number? Do you Just think? let them, and that's why they wouldn't let him film in yeah, Germany. That's yeah, why he yeah, had yeah. to go to the Netherlands. Because no, like- yeah, yeah. So it's um. So he filmed most of the movie in Delft, in the uh, I'm saying it like German. I don't know Delft in the Netherlands, where where he originally relocated because he couldn't film it in Visma, which is where Bernau's is filmed and set, moving away from the the English context of the original novel. Delft said refused to allow Herzog to release 11,000 rats into the city. He just like lets them go on stage. I guess a, a town in the Netherlands that like is being hit by deindustrialization or like the, like, like the factory left town uh, called um, uh, Sheetham. And like, yeah, you could release eleven thousand rats here because that's our only economy. Yeah, <laughs> it's just yeah. like, like Uber drivers and bike delivery people. Like, these are the only jobs left. They're swerving to avoid rats. <laughs> they've grown and like they've mutated into like a a new rat population. Um, releases eleven thousand rats into the city, and I gotta say, gets good shots out of it. So like, yeah. he's just like, it looks there really are more good. rats. It looks really They're good. fucking everywhere. And as the plague expands across the city, it's the movie like, Ratatouille wishes it was. <laughs> the um, 
the best parts of the movie are um like the 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 like half dream sequence half reality where the plague is expanding there's rats everywhere which makes it a a quarantine movie where she's walking around the town square there's just like pigs and sheep walking around and people are like dancing and burning stuff yeah i actually thought this was like obviously quote-unquote end of the world is like a big thing in cinema now and i thought this was a pretty good like take on what would actually be happening yeah um, it reminded me of a movie that I didn't like so much and that nobody will believe that I'm talking about, but a movie called Seeking the End of the World. Uh, Seeking, Seeking a Friend, friend for the, the End, end of, of the World. world. You yeah. know what I'm moving yes, with? It's Karen always recommended on like and, uh, and Steve Carell. It was like there's a giant asteroid coming to the earth and like you would think people were going to start doing like important stuff, but really they just like have house parties and have yeah. like sex with people outside of the, like out of their league and stuff. And, like, the scene where they're just, like, in the town square, like, and there's, like, rats everywhere, and they're just, like, drinking and, like, eating. Like, that's probably yeah, yeah, what I would do. Like, yeah, probably. Like, well, what, are we, what are we bothering with this I don't for? care about the rats yeah. much. Um, yeah. I guess that's the premise of that new Adam McKay movie. Have you seen that? Yeah, the Mars Attacks ripoff. Yeah. <laughs> Mars don't Attacks. look up. Yeah. I've yeah. seen Mars Attacks. We should yeah. watch it again. Yeah. I just I have, watched it. I have it, it on VHS. <laughs> we watched it all the time. You have Mars Attacks Yeah, yeah, yeah. On we VHS. watched it a lot that's as awesome. kids. Um, uh, it's so funny how bad like the effects are like now in like retrospect. I only remember the scene where the aliens are watching someone have sex and then they fog up the window and then they wipe <laughs> their fog so they can keep um, watching. Uh, I thought that was pretty pretty cool when I was eight. You know what people don't do as much anymore is that they'll do dual roles in like a drama, like um like that Mark Ruffalo limited series I was talking about where he's he's playing like kind of like twin brothers and like um. Like Tom Hardy did it for that movie Legend, and like obviously Nick Cage did it for Adaptation, and like a li- not exactly drama, but like Jack Nicholson and Mars Attacks just doing like a straight up like I'm playing the president, I'm also playing this like redneck casino manager, like and there's no reason for it whatsoever. <laughs> I, I think I probably didn't get that yeah. when I watched it. I and he's just he's just playing. He's just like doing like an old Peter Sellers thing. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like that should be. People should do that more. Yeah. You know? Why not? Yeah. It's good. It's like it's good fun. Give me the Nutty Professor three. <laughs> <laughs> also, aren't you all like megalomaniacal like narcissist actors? You can do every role. Yeah, do it. Yeah, and do it's it. and it's Jack too. It's not like yeah. you're going to watch it and you're like, oh, like can't wait to see Jay Bowershell play dual roles here. You know, like <laughs> it's fucking Jack, dude. Like, um, yeah, he's um, yeah. So this is a this is a quarant. This is definitely a quarantine yeah. movie. And I wrote down, I was like. People originally thought Contagion was a quarantine movie, and then they were like, "No, it's Jaws because of the mayor and like the reaction to the uh, shark. How the mayor was like, the beaches will remain open, like that stuff." Right. And then now our stance is that Jaws is not the real quarantine movie, but it's Nosferatu, the vampire. And if you tune yeah. in next week, you're gonna realize that we were wrong the whole time. And the real quarantine movie is The Happening. <laughs> The real uh, Jaws is the best quarantine movie because the mayor does have to resign because he was inappropriate with many female staffers. <laughs> um, you know, he got he, he went viral at the beginning of the yeah. the, uh, the, <laughs> the, the the attacks. Yeah, and his brother wouldn't get off CNN. The mayor the mayor would go up to like uh, stop talking about shark attacks. The, the parks and is, it takes it's set in Martha's Vineyard or just filmed there? It's a, it's Amity Island, which okay. is he, he is goes he goes Vineyard. up to women yeah. who are like you know a park ranger on Amity Island. They're yeah. like, I may not be a shark, but I'd bite you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Once again, I don't want to be uh, I don't want to be John Krasinski at the party here, but like, how fucking great is Jaws? <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys, watch this Jaws. Is, this you always sick. come out of these. Well, movie welcome to our fourteen-year-old podcast. Raiders is a perfect movie. Jaws is awesome. <laughs> <laughs> and dude, we watched smart movies. You guys movies. know Jared Leto? <laughs> we watched smart movies like Ben Herzog. Um, 
So plague's the best part, and that takes us to the end of the movie, man. Yeah, that's about it. There's two. Well, then there's two showdowns, like yeah, Pacino and and De Niro and Heat. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> where it's Lucy, Isabella, Johnny, and there's like a three second pause right there where I was like, "Do the Pacino voice, do it," and then I just decided to skip it. Um, so eventually, Lucy kind of baits him and sacrifices. Yeah. Herself. Well, the first scene, he's like, "You're so you're so beautiful, Queen. Mm-hmm. I want to I want to suck your blood, please." Yeah. And then she's like, "No," <laughs> and, he, and he slinks away. There's like a dramatic. Um, he uh, she's like, "I've lost my." Yeah, because 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 Jonathan Harker is like a like a zombie. Uh, she's like, I've lost my love, and he's like, like he will die, and she's like lamenting death, and he's like, it's bad, it's worse to like never be able to die. And then in the second showdown scene, she's realized she's read a book that says like you know they have to be exposed to light, and so so she lies in bed like waiting to get wait you know so he he'll come in, and then he he not only you know falls for it. He takes a bite. She draws him in for a second bite. And so you have a great scene of Klaus Kinski just like, you know, like literally looking like a rat, like like eating at her. And uh, coincidentally, it's on screen right now. One of the top death scenes in any movie. Yeah. <laughs> like the sun starts shining in. And then I guess in the book, you like dissolve, like you yeah. dissolve or turns something. Turn to dust. You're... Turn to dust. Yeah, you turn to dust. Yeah, that's classic vampire. You turn to yeah. dust. And then yeah. he's just like, what like fifteen second close up staring into the camera? His eyes, his eyes are he's blinded now, <laughs> and then just falls. He over. essentially has the same seizure my dog does, and then, <laughs> and then dies. <laughs> uh, and uh, that's well, that's not the end of the movie. No, you know what I also miss like, and not to say this movie is a huge proponent of it, but like I miss when they didn't have just they just didn't have computers to fix stuff. Uh-huh. They just had to be like, oh, can we make him turn into dust? And it's like, nope. It's like, well, better just kill him the regular way. Yeah. Then, you know? <laughs> and now it would be some dumb. He'd turn into dust. And it yeah, would look yeah dumb, he would. Know? He would. Um, the the very end of the movie is that Bruno Gans, who is trapped in the yeah. corner, uh, he's yeah. like... <laughs> <laughs> when you get trapped, bit by a vampire, you you sit in a chair in the corner of the room and time out for weeks. Well, on so end. what is what is she sprinkling? Is that supposed to be garlic? Uh, is that, what like is, that I'm not. I'm not. So I'm. Not, I don't know enough to. I don't know. Uh, you know when it's like dating in New York so hard. Every girl's like wants to tell you about the best <laughs> the best ways to to stop vampires, but I just don't listen. <laughs> oh, you're from Queens. <laughs> She sprinkles something around him, uh, and then I guess she dies. Like she sacrifices herself to kill the vampire. <laughs> and then a great scene where someone's—he's just like sweep this up because yeah, <laughs> yeah. he's like stuck in the corner. Whoo, jumps <laughs> and he's like, <laughs> and like leaps and out. Kind of, kind of leaves it on a bit because he gets. He like demands that they arrest Van Helsing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. For killing the vampire, yeah, yeah, yeah. and but he's the vampire now. He's the yeah. new Count Dradra. Yeah. So. And then he rides off into the sunset. Like, yeah. Uh, it's like kind of Joaquin a, Phoenix and the Master. I also think like there's something uh, getting back to Kinski just really briefly. I think there is something a little, and it really depends on your POV. But you make this okay. You make Boogie Nights right, and the entire time. Like Burt Reynolds is just the worst person to work with. Yeah, and he thinks the movie's shit, and he thinks it's crap, and he yells at you, and and he thinks Paul Thomas Anderson is. <laughs> he thinks Paul Thomas Anderson's a know-it-all, blah 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 blah, and then, and it's a nightmare to work with him. And then after, you see Boogie Nights, and you're like, 
I guess as an artist sometimes, like at least what I'm trying to put myself in Herzog's mindset is like he sees some of the poor performances he gets out of Kinski and he's like, it was worth it. Yeah. Like it's and it's like that's some that's like a real something I kind of I don't know you want to explore it like you want to how do I say this it's like fucked up because like it's like yeah I do I don't want to put myself through hell with this guy for nine mm-hmm. months but then like at the end of it it's like damn like made some great stuff like yeah it's, well it, it it forces you to ask like what are we here for yeah you know yeah. and then at the end of it you're like the process yeah you're like oh there, I wanted to be it's also a little masochistic like yeah I wanted to. If like if you if you make my life hell and it produces a great, great movie yeah. like you you kind of have to have that feeling as a director right to mm-hmm. like be like yeah that's what I wanted to go through mm-hmm. to make my movie and his movie I mean he made like literally yeah. like movies that will live forever with with Kinski and that's what being a vampire is all about exactly you can't die you're forced to just be yeah an actor you're you forced to express act out for attention. You guys thought that that vampire culture had gone away, but after the Eternals, Chloe Zhao, mm-hmm. famed daughter of billionaire, <laughs> um, she's doing a Dracula adaptation oh. that's been described really? as sci-fi western. Wow, it's coming back. That's yeah. what I'm saying. This is yeah. a western. I mean, and in then, Europe, it's an eastern because it's the yeah, far off right. land of the of the east. Yeah, but. yeah, it's got a it's got it's got heavy heavy. Yeah. And then Karen, it's either Kusama, Kusama. I'm sorry. I'm very sorry. She directed Destroyer, which is a, a movie Nicole Kidman was in. And then uh, probably people would know her better from um, a little movie called Jennifer's Body. Have you okay. ever seen that? Yeah, I haven't seen it, but I know She's doing a Dracula movie as well that she says is going to be, um, I think she said it was more... Um, more faithful to the book, so very. Damn. I, I think she's. I didn't know that. So there's Yo, a Jennifer, synergy Jennifer's going body's on fucking lit, dude. That movie, yeah. that movie kicks ass. So we kind of we kind of nailed it. Nosferatu represents the the pinnacle of cinema. Represents being being a Europe European and trying to do art. Yeah, and it represents vampires are coming back. Yeah. Um, any final thoughts? Um. Yeah, I mean, I have a better performance in the Euros next time around. You know? <laughs> um, they, the uh, Van Herzog should be the coach of the German national team. He would would watch. He would. He would. He would, watch. He would discipline them. Yeah. Honestly, if they just don't start that fucking old, who is the old ass guy on the German team? Uh, That's out of my league. Schweinsteiger. No, no, he's re- he's retired. It's the <laughs> other one. He just, he sucked. I don't want soccer. Ozil? Ozil? No, no, no. He left. No, he's not on the team because this is this is like so painful. Like imagine like a couple of Germans <laughs> being, you know, listen, <laughs> listen, like who's the quarterback for the Buccaneers? <laughs> you know, American version would be uh, Nosferatu would be would it would be like Pineapple Express. And yeah, that, that oh, would no, be. It, yeah, go <laughs> yeah. with this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you're you're going to pick up your weed on the other side of the city. It's a four week journey. And then Nosferatu, he's kind of weird, you know, but he has he has the best weed. He's the best weed. Yeah, yeah. That's why you have to go to him. Yeah. Um, and that makes Amber Heard, um, <laughs> Lucy. <laughs> All right, that was another movie. Do I have anything to promote? That was right. episode. Uh, yeah, to promote. Uh, sure. Uh, last Friday, I don't know about international markets, but uh, Paul Schrader's The Card Counter came out. Yes, I'm going to promote that. Yeah, um, me too. I'm I'm piggybacking off that. And then the um, you an Oscar Isaac fan? 
It wouldn't be that much different, but Johnny Knoxville would have three Oscars by now. Sure. For exactly. Jackass, Jackass 2. Has, has Herzog ever talked about Jackass? That seems like something he would like. <clears throat> I believe it. I feel like that would have Well, because he, he he, there's a quote he like, you know, he loves trash TV. Yeah. And Jackass is like pushing the bounds of yeah. physical acting in a way I, that he would I love I love that shit, dude. I like looked at my. I I don't, did you did Jack, you see um did you see Bad Trip this year the Eric Andre no. movie? No. So it kind of has like some jackass energy in it, <clears throat> and like that's it was so it was so fucking good, like. But those guys are like, I mean that's like we joke about it. Like those guys are fucking those guys are all, like they're pioneers. Yeah. Like, those guys are. Yeah. Man. I have so much respect for those guys. You know, it's like one of those things where like Richard Jenkins will never be, he'll never be. He'll never walk down the street and everyone will clamor over him. But, uh-huh. like, 40 years from now, people will, like, talk about him. Like, like he's, like, Harry Dean Stan. You know? Oh, yeah? People talk, oh, yeah. Richard, he's incredible. Damn. He's incredible. Yeah. You should watch this guy go. It's amazing. You ever seen, uh, like, there's, like, 20 things you can just name. Like, Richard Jenkins is just as good in Burn After Reading as he is in The Visitor, as he is in Step Brothers. And those three movies are, like... Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah true. Place, like. True. Respect, man. So yeah, I'll promote Richard Jenkins, <laughs> Pride of Providence, Rhode Island. Is he actually? He's not from here, but he worked here forever. Oh, yeah. nice. So, all right, all right. Where are we then? Goodbye. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>